Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. I am interviewing Megan and we connected through a program called Business by Design and in this episode we're talking about the new year and how we can really get into like how we can create like this big vision for ourselves for our business and I'm so excited I am all signed up and ready to go for her um free workshop that she is running so all the details will be in the link in the show notes and this is such a great interview like Megan is a projector and not not a huge like human design person but that's okay and um with some of these episodes coming up I am going to be talking to people about Uh, about their human design and they don't necessarily they're not like human design experts or anything it's everyday people and so uh, definitely like listen to this episode it is so good I'm so excited to share it with you guys all right listeners I'm so excited to have Megan on the podcast here today Oh my gosh, so excited. Um, She and I are collaborating and working together. She's launching a program and uh, and I'm going to be teaching like a human design little masterclass inside the program and I'm so excited and I wanted to bring her on here today and she helps uh, entrepreneurs create empowering morning routines that help them embody their intentions and she's the creator of Elevation Methods so I'm excited to have her today she's a splenic projector and so uh, Megan do you want to introduce yourself for the listeners today? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to be here. And so as you said, yes, I am definitely on a mission to empower other purpose-driven entrepreneurs with the tools that you need to align your mind and your body and your spirit with your big vision and embody your intention to bring it to life. And I do that by sharing the tools of yoga, breathwork, mindset, brain science, all a bunch of great tools to really help you to thrive because I believe your business is a reflection of you. And when you are showing up feeling your best and in alignment and in a creative space where you're feeling calm and charismatic, then life flows more easily and it's a really powerful place to live and operate from. So I've been doing this work for about 16 years. I'm a personal trainer. I also teach yoga and I'm working on becoming a mental fitness coach as well. I love it. I love it so much. I love everything. Uh, can you can you share a little bit about the um, like free training that you have coming up for this program that you're launching? 
Absolutely. So starting January 6th, we're doing a three-part live workshop series to help you to step into the next level you in 2022. So what we're going to be doing is learning how to embody your intention to truly show up every day in alignment as your most authentic, magnetic, vibrant self so that you can truly bring your vision to life. Because we know that it's so important to have a vision for the year or for whatever period of time. And that vision actually requires that you become an evolution of yourself to in order to stay in alignment with it, to stay in the vibration of it so that you can really take that information that you get from your inner guidance, from your true self, and continue to take the inspired actions to move towards that big vision coming to life. So in the workshop series, that's what we're going to be diving into so that you can do all of that and have more fun and have less struggle and hustle while you do it. Oh, I love it. I, I cannot wait. I will be definitely joining that. It's yeah. And like the vision, the vision is really... Um, for me, like it's been like a missing piece in like my life and my business because it like it's just been a little bit like out of alignment for me and like a little scary to look at like this big picture of where I want to go instead of and instead I've just been like looking at like you know what's in the present moment how can I fix the present moment and what what I've realized is that you know I when you're just focusing on the present moment, it's just like, oh, I fixed this, but now this problem happened. And, oh, I made a mistake here that like caused this problem here. But when you like are, when you play with the bigger vision, like everything just begins to fall into place. At least that's what, that was one of the ahas. So that's why I was like, yes, I'm so excited about this. So I can have some, you know, accountability and like, guidance towards like getting uncomfortable with looking at things in a different way and so I'm I'm excited I'm super excited about this and um and we met through of like a mutual program that we're a part of and you know when you learned you're like oh Amy does human design like this is cool like I mm -hmm. <laughs> I like this and uh, I'm excited to uh, be sharing what I know within human design to give even further guidance um, for people. So uh, I'll be I'll be teaching more like inside the program around like human design and and your authority and how you can use that in your life and your business, which I'm it's one of my favorite topics. <laughs> it's one of my favorite topics. One of the biggest one of the biggest things. Um, so like for. I'm just like legitimately curious, like how do you see um, aligned decision-making like in like what you do uh, with your clients? Like how do you see that like falling into place? That's a great question. So it always, as you said, it really always starts with the vision. In, in order for us to know where we're going and what we want to move towards, we have to be willing to, you know, like you said, it can be a little bit scary, be willing to take a step back and maybe even take a bigger framework on things and a wider lens on things. Because oftentimes, you know, we're like, oh, well, I think I should achieve this, that, and that 
by this amount of time. And, you know, we've all heard of smart goals and they're, you know, some people go well with those other people do not. And so what if you looked at it from like a longer term perspective and you said, you know, I have however much time and set your goals bigger, but then allowed yourself to recognize that anything you can dream of, you you have the tools within you, right? And remembering that, that you have that wisdom and the, and the knowledge within you. And so kind of taking a little bit of a pressure off of it of like, well, I know that I want to help and empower a thousand other entrepreneurs with these tools. And it doesn't necessarily, nor is it probably not going to be in this next year, but allowing yourself to have that bigger vision. And then connecting to the version of you that has already achieved it. So perhaps your future self, some people like to call it, or your your higher self or your elevated self or that inner warrior, that sage within you that already knows all of those answers. And then when you know those, that personality and who that is and how you're being and the beliefs that you have, how can you begin to embody that today? And then when you're in that place of presence that's when you have the insights in order to express that. So that's where you make the decisions of, okay, if I know that this is my goal, how do I wanna show up today? How do I wanna be of service? Is this action helping me to move towards my vision or not? Am I moving towards something or am I running away from something else? So it's, it's really allowing yourself that, those quiet moments to get guidance from your elevated self, your the wise warrior woman or man within that really knows where to go. And that's not necessarily the mind that will speak to you in a very chattering and potentially very negative sort of way. And that's oftentimes where we get caught up. And that's when we like, oh, I got to do it. I got to hustle or, oh, I should have done it better. Or all those stories that we all, you know, dance with a little bit but really coming back to that place of inner knowing and inner guidance, and then truly being willing to listen to that quiet voice within and, and take the inspired and aligned actions from there. Oh, I love that. And I love like, you know, you talked about like so many of us, like we've been taught to make decisions from our minds and our heads and within human design, like all of the authorities are all about connecting to your body and how each of us has unique ways that we connect to our bodies for that aligned decision making and um like we're like our minds are great i love my mind i love like thinking but it's not meant to make decisions and these like like even working within your vision or within anything, like it's not necessarily going to make sense. Like mm. it's not necessarily going to be like a logical path that you follow. And when we can step outside of that, it's like really, it's really powerful and it can lead us to so much magic. Like, <laughs> um, like you, like we're, yeah, at the recording of this podcast, like we're still, we're getting to know each other on like a deeper level. Like we connected through a program, but like one of the things that came through for uh, like a glimpse of one of my bigger visions is all around like health and wellness and uh, like taking care of like the physical body and like, look, like we made this connection and like, this is what you do and have been doing. And I like, it doesn't make sense that, you know, we connected and everything and all these pieces just begin to fall into place. And it's really, really beautiful. Like have, uh, like, have you ever had like an experience 
like that where maybe like something didn't really make sense in your like a dis like something that was going on in your in your body that's like inner knowing you talked about that ended up like working out like so well in the long run for sure and i i love that you that you say that because it is true, you know, and it does happen for all of us. And, and I think it, it's a really, it's an important perspective shift of remembering that we can look at it as things happening to me or for me, because when we look at it as like everything potentially is a gift or a lesson, there's definitely been moments in time when, you know, one, the first one that came to mind was something that happened a few years ago when I was managing a yoga studio and um, one of the teachers decided to follow her own path and create her own studio, which is amazing, but it was right across the street from our studio. <laughs> and so at first it was kind of like, whoa, okay, wow. It took a little bit of um, an adjusting, you know, and just recognizing that there is, and when you come from that abundant mindset of there is enough for everybody and everyone's on their own path. And, and so what it subsequently, did was it kind of shifted my path in a way that at first I hadn't known would happen because I was going down this other trajectory right and then all of a sudden it kind of shifted in my working relationship and allowed me the space to go into a different direction that then I we I was able to create my own expression of yoga and share it in a totally different way and so at first it was one of those moments of I could hear that saboteur in my head of like how could she have done this this and that and the stories but then recognizing okay well what's next for me then what does this make possible for me I want to go a different way I don't necessarily want to be at this studio anymore and so it really allowed us to allowed me excuse me allowed me the the space and the grace to recognize okay maybe maybe this chapter is done now and maybe she was the one that kind of put an end to it and allowed me to recognize you know that something had come to an end that I was ready to leave but maybe I just hadn't had the um hadn't made the decision to actually do it yet and once things sort of unfolded the way they did it set the stage for me to make a shift in myself that then subsequently led to amazing other opportunities that meant like I was doing all of these other cool things with yoga. And so it was definitely, you know, as everything is, is a little bit of a curvy dance, <laughs> like a winding road that's curvy and it's a dance, you know, it's trying to figure out like, okay, how can we play with this? And like you said, it's really coming back to the feeling of how does this feel? And how does it, how does it make me feel to do this or try this? And so yeah, it's a process. It's a practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. And, you know, you brought up some points, like sometimes we aren't sure, or we delay in making a decision. And so things happen to make it pretty obvious, like, no, it's time yeah. for you to let go of this. Like, I like, you know, um, God, universe, source, like, whatever word you relate to, like, you know, brings things into our lives that be like you know this is this is it this is it's time it's time mm -hmm. <laughs> and um and it's it's so incredible how all these things like play how all these things play together and everything and so uh like with you you know you mentioned like managing a yoga studio now you're in the online space um, can you share a little bit about like maybe that transition or do you do, or do you still do any in-person, um, work with what you do? For sure. So 
before the pandemic started, I was doing workplace wellness with a variety of different local businesses here on Maui. And so I've like taught yoga in some very hilarious places, including inside all of the power plants. Um, so just really fun experience. And so because I was doing that, I had already created an online program called Yoga at My Desk. So I already had an online program once things shifted in 2020, but of course it necessitated me continuing to shift as it did for all of us. Right. So I luckily had already had some comfortability in an online presence. And so continued to do that. And subsequently over the course of the past two years have um, created, I counted the other day, seven new programs since the beginning of the <laughs> pandemic, keeping myself busy and entertained over here. But it's been a real interesting journey to begin to work with smaller businesses. I was working on businesses at a much lar larger scale here. I mean, not huge because Maui's a small island, but now we're working with, you know, solopreneurs and people with a small team. And so uh, a lot of those sessions, you know, over the last few years, most of them were via Zoom. And then a few months back started to bring integrate back into some private sessions here locally, as well as a few in-person workplace wellness sessions. So right now it's hybrid for sure. Awesome. I love that. I was just, I was like, oh, this is, it's interesting just to hear you know, about people who had like in person and how they've transitioned to online, online businesses. And it, and it seems like you're doing like really, really well with the transition just because of things, um, things happening before and not like completely thrown off with, I may be thrown off a little bit, but not like as much as other people. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't really done so much of the Zoom teaching before, which has, you know, been my life for the past few years. And it was interesting because um, most of my private clients were as, are of an older demographic. So they were like, no, no, I don't want to do this online nonsense. And so we didn't do that. But some of the yoga at work sessions with a few of the credit unions here we've done through Zoom. And it's kind of funny, you know, as it is for all of us, there's little minutes. And I mean, my dog is typically sleeping in the background and the roosters and the chickens are like outside doing their chicken and rooster thing and so it's, it's a funny experience for sure <laughs> I love I love it <laughs> <laughs> just you know it's it's so it's so interesting to see how how everything has changed and yeah. so you mentioned you know you you created like seven seven programs and just trying out different things um and you're you know you have this workshop coming up about uh, getting into your vision is this is this one of the ones that um that you have created or obviously you created it <laughs> but like is this something that you've you've run before um i'm just curious it is yes yes so as you mentioned, <laughs> I, I was doing a lot and creating a lot. And I think that's just my personality. But one of my coaches recommended, you know, what if we start to look at merging them together so you don't have all of these million offers? What if you did that? And I thought I thought it through and I recognized that as it is for most of us, you know, there, it was an evolution and each one of those programs sort of subsequently led into the next. And then I realized, oh, they actually, they all are really well interwoven with each other. If I sort of shifted and played with things a little bit like that dance we're talking about. And so what I did was incorporated several of them into one program, which I did launch in June and it's called Elevate. And so that is really being intentional about 
embodying the different qualities that we need to be able to manage the ups and downs of entrepreneurship in order to bring our visions to life. And so truly focusing on one quality at a time and cultivating that full expression of self and that new belief and way of being, as well as using the different tools of yoga and breath work to clear away the resistance and the belief that is maybe blocking that from fully expressing itself and so that's the journey of elevate that's a 90-day experience and we we do literally go on a journey because as you likely know within the yoga practice it's all about the the interwoven aspects of of all that makes you you so the different layers of your being from the spiritual the mental the emotional the physical and how we can begin to incorporate that inner vital energy to continue to empower ourselves, to really own that that strength and the resilience and all of the different things that we practice when we practice yoga, like focusing, you know, you, you stand there and you look at one thing and you're focusing and you might go like wiggle wobble and you tip back out and you come back. And so you're realigning, you're balancing. So it's really starting to shift the way we see yoga because you're recognizing that yeah, you're practicing all of this stuff, which is incredible for all of the amazing benefits of the physical practice, you know, keeping your bones strong and your hormones balanced and your muscles strong and all that. But really you're, you're truly at its deepest essence. Yoga helps you to practice more authentically being yourself, being more aware of who you are and learning to love and accept yourself. And so you can really truly practice that and own that on the mat and then use that tool set wherever you go. So that's the journey of Elevate. I love it. And, you know, I, bringing in all these different tools, like this is something that, that I do, you know, in, in my own journey, it's like, it's not, I don't trust you. I use human design a lot because I love it, but, you know, I also use, um, like tools like breath work or like Reiki and just all these different things. And it, it, and it's really depending on the person that, you know, you talk to, like we all have our own ways that we uh, manage our own energy, but it is really about that. It's really about learning how to come back to you and be authentically you and like own and own your power and being able to handle like and manage those ups and downs and I'm excited to be able to bring uh, human design as a potential tool for for the people inside uh, for the people inside this program and uh, I know like I haven't dove too deep into human design because I don't (laughs) I like I know that like your experience is not like my experience but um, I'm just curious like what is your experience with human design and how have you used it in your life and or your business uh, very minimal experience. I did my reading and I looked at the diagram and I was very perplexed and I tried to look at stuff online and I was like, um, this is very fascinating, but I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> if I'm really brutally honest, I was like, I'm really confused. And then there was just, I just kind of wanted a brief little synopsis of what it meant to be a splenic projector and, and how I could integrate that. But I see that it's a very intricate system. So, I mean, it's, it seems 
really cool and everything I've heard is very accurate for me, but I really haven't used it very much to be honest, but I love it. And I mean, because in yoga, we're really, we're very centered around the chakras as well, which I know is an aspect to human design. And so I love, I love to learn and I love to understand and I love when things overlap. That's always been something that's been really interesting to me is, is the common threads between different disciplines or different um, lenses of looking at things, because I think when we can see the commonalities, it, it is really um, powerful and empowering and often will represent universal truths, you know, because all of these systems or practices or wisdom traditions have picked up on it over the years. So it's like, okay, we all, we all must be onto something, you know? <laughs> yes. No, I appreciate the bru the brutal honesty because honestly, <laughs> like what, what you experience is in the beginning, like what I thought of human design and of course now look where i am and mm -hmm. i've heard this from so many other people like even people who have gotten readings and they're just like i thought this was gonna help me bring clarity and i'm just even more confused and I get it. <laughs> so you're not alone that's totally okay let me like honestly um like looking at your chart and knowing what i know about like splenic projectors like this is like it's all about like you as a projector like you can like see things in a way that's different from other from other people and also from elements in your chart and your energy is meant to be like invited in and like you can give like incredible insights but it's gonna go well for everybody around if it's like invited. So not like necessarily going around and be like, be like, I'm going to give you advice. I'm going to give mm. you advice. Like asking, Hey, can I give you some advice? And even how we connected, it was like a question. Like mm -hmm. it was, Hey, like, let's like, like, it was a very much like an inviting energy kind of a thing. And then with the splenic, like your intuition, like your connection to your intuition is very natural and very strong and you do have like e even in in our conversation i was like yep she's a splenic projector <laughs> how she's talking <laughs> I was like, yep so like your inner knowing like you're gonna be like i just know mm. this this is oh, this yeah. is a part of my intuition my intuition is guiding me that that's essentially like in a nutshell like a splenic projector like you see things and you can give like these great incredible insights and you have like this really strong intuition and you're meant to make decisions based on your intuition so hopefully that was like a little <laughs> a little synopsis that like oh this is what i was hoping for kind of kind of thing like if i could i can give your insight give you in some insights a little bit into that so yeah <laughs> for sure thank you yeah it definitely makes sense because there's definitely been times in my life where I've just known stuff and I just say stuff and then it's like so on point and I'm like, I don't know where I learned that from. I don't remember. Did I make it up? I don't know. <laughs> and I kind of just talked it up to like, you know, having a few lifetimes in my pocket and, and, and doing a lot of learning, but it, to hear you speak to it, it sounds like that it is really tapping into my intuition and my inner knowing. And I, I, I have, I'm really working to, cultivate that even more and I think that's part of the practice of really dropping into the heart and and learning to not be so hijacked by my noisy busy mind and really finding that stillness and the silence and and then using that to guide me so thank you I appreciate that for sure yeah yeah and yeah what I noticed like 
you know, you said very busy mind, like, yes, like you, um, you and I both have this like a defined, defined head area. So the mind just kind of like never shuts up yeah. <laughs> and is always going. And so it is like a practice to just silence it and just to like center and get grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I said, it's like I see these little things come out and the way people talk. It's like, you don't need to know. I, I need to know and I can just tell you. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> tell me. Oh it's all good. I know. I mean, I know it, but maybe I haven't recognized it yet. Maybe that'll come later. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Like, I do. My personal beliefs is I feel like everybody like can know a little bit about human design, but not Mm -hmm. like dive deep. Like, I don't think everybody needs to know the whole intricate system or anything, but uh, just being able to learn to communicate with each other and recognizing that not everyone it like has the same energy as you, which you can use other tools to do that too. I just like how human design puts it how human design phrases it, but like, and gives a little bit more guidance, but really truly being able to recognize that like not everyone is the same. Not everyone is going to uh, like, kind of like how we all look different. Like we all have different energetic bodies also and really learning how to work with those and communicate with people and share things that is going to resonate with uh, multiple people and being able to truly like help them hear things is going to be like so so powerful and um, what I'm going to be teaching about authorities like I think it's so important like for coaches because you can guide you can guide your clients towards making a more aligned decision like ask it like for you like be like what is your intuition telling you like Splenic authorities. I'm like, hey, what's your intuition telling you? Like, I I have what's called an emotional authority, and so when I'm working with other emotional authorities, I'll be like, ah, just wait, <laughs> just uh, like go sleep on it, like pause and wait, like because emotional, like we're not meant to make decisions when we're feeling emotionally high or emotionally low, and. Mm-hmm sometimes it's hard to like pause more so when you were really excited about something but that excitement goes away and then it can lead to a lot of bad (laughs) bad decisions that i've made before so Mm -hmm. um just yeah being able to guide other people towards okay here's how you can make a more effective decision based on your energy like that's the biggest thing that I think like human design does and you don't need to be an expert to really like understand all these different ways so I'm excited about that (laughs) yeah oh my goodness so I love like how you shared that this program this um, program you're coming out with it's a fusion of everything that you of different elements of what you taught before and like tried out um like what is I guess like what is like the biggest what's the biggest benefit to be like to enrolling and being a part of this like 90-day program in order to be able to customize a routine that works for you because these tools will all be there 
but I want you to be able to take the ones that work for you and that feel good for you so that you can have an embodiment practice and intentionally embody your embody your intentions every day without it having to take like hours upon hours of affirmations and meditations, and then the yoga and the visualizations and then the journaling and all of it. You can really streamline it for yourself and have options because some days you're only going to have a minute. Some days you might have five, some days you have 30, some days you have more, but really being in a place that you are so empowered that you have it all dialed in for yourself so that on the days when you only have a minute, you still give yourself that minute because we are often so giving to other people and to our businesses and to family, friends, relationships, little ones, all the things. And we forget to give to ourselves. We have our pulse. We have our finger on the pulse of all these other aspects of our life, but often don't check our own pulse until we're overwhelmed and exhausted and depleted. So if you can give yourself this little window of time consistently so that you can truly align your mind, your body, and your spirit, which is done simultaneously through yoga. So it's amazing multitasker in that sense. Then you really will change how you're feeling. And that's the most important thing. And when you're in that aligned with the vision and in the vibrational alignment with what you're calling in and what you're generating, then it will flow more easily to you. Oh, I love that. And I, I like, I love tools and this brought up something I've been, um, I've been reading the book Atomic Habits and that's essentially like what it, it it is all about. Like we're more likely to do something when it's like short and mm. when it's tailored for ourselves and when it's something that gives us a benefit and just sometimes we can get overwhelmed with all the choices and getting into, well, this person does this and this person does this, but when I do it, I don't like it, but really having the space and the accountability and capacity to try out different tools and leave with something that can become like a habit if it doesn't within the framework or within the time frame of the of the program um and just to be able to like truly embody that like that's that's incredible like i'm hearing you talk about this and i'm like ooh i want to i want to sign up like ooh Perfect. i want to do this cuz i'm like <laughs> My structures are like, I have a routine, but I don't know if it's for my highest good. So it's mm. like, yeah, like, get, like, it's, it sounds so good. Like, I'm like, so it's, it's activating my sacral for my human design people. It's like, yeah. ooh. <laughs> awesome. I'm super excited. Um, yeah, that sounds, that sounds like so good. I'm I'm like curious. So I've done like a little bit of yoga. I'm going to ask you about yoga because I can't. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> no, I, so I've only, I've done it through like videos and I didn't really know until you started like talking about it, that it really is more of like an embodiment Pra like practice I don't know what terms you use <laughs> no, it's, it's, yeah. I'm like it's it's more than just I always thought of it as like oh it's just exercise it's just stretching or whatever mm. but mm -hmm. um so for people who are like me who are like well I've just you like what <laughs> there mm -hmm. so what like can you share a little bit like about what yoga is beyond just like some kind of like exercise trend 
Absolutely. And, and you are certainly not alone in, in thinking that, that the yoga is a, and it is, it is a form of physical exercise because it's including your body. And I mean, also to your point, what we see on social media is very much the like Cirque du Soleil pretzel contortionism of that aspect. And that's only one limb of yoga. So in yoga, we consider to have eight different parts of it. And the physical practice is only one. So that's one out of eight. And so I do, I agree with you and I love that, but I feel that part of my mission is to begin to shift how people see it because at its truest essence, essence, yoga is first and foremost, a practice of self-awareness, self-acceptance, and then self-love. And that's really so important because, you know, we often hear like, oh yeah, you know, got to practice self-care and go get your nails done. You really got to love yourself to make things different. And sometimes that can be really elusive and challenging for people. And so it's really starting at a deeper level. Actually, it's starting on the outer level because we start with the physical practice and because that's the layer of yourself that you're most familiar with, right? You see and touch and feel your body. And so we start with that. And so we're aware of, you know, how we hold a posture. And when you're in the posture, aware of how you breathe. And so you're cultivating that awareness first. And then sometimes it's an acceptance of like, well, I, that posture doesn't feel good for me or my energy is low right now. I don't want to do that. And it's learning how to be patient with yourself compassionate with yourself gentle with yourself because and also pushing yourself because we're all in that sort of zone of familiarity which your brain is like don't ever leave this this is very dangerous outside of that range of my your comfort zone and of course your your body instinctively knows to protect itself and it'll stop you from doing things too fast too soon but we also have to look at like where are you holding yourself back in other parts of your life because your brain is like no danger don't go live on facebook that's dangerous you know and so it's it's really accepting these different patterns and beginning to notice the ones that you want to shift and be really learning how to be that compassionate presence with ourselves, because it's so easy to be critical and harsh. And so I know that that's a lot of times people don't realize that that's what yoga is all about at its deepest core essence, because we look at it like, I'm, you know, and I've said for a long time, I'm like, I came for the yoga booty, but I stayed for the self-love, you know, because it's like, we, we really just, we think, oh, it's a physical practice that will help me stay strong. But really the strength is on a much deeper level and layer of yourself. So hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> no, it does. No, it does. It does. I, uh, and it make, it makes sense as to why that's, what I initially thought about it, because mm-hmm. like it was, you know, I've just done yoga from, um, I was introduced to it from, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with like Tone It Up, like their, their trainers, like I was, I did their workouts like back in like 2013, 2014 for like a few years. And it, like, there was like, oh, yoga, but they were, it wasn't like actually like doing any, you know, of the like opening or like, uh, like closing it, it was just like, oh, downward dog and like different Mm. like flows, but that wasn't their purpose. And I think they were doing yoga videos without actually, I think maybe one of them went through a yoga, eventually both of them did, but it's like, I don't know if when they started and what I was like watching, because it was uh, like, you know, older videos, that they had actually been through like maybe yoga teacher training or I don't know what the legalities of that is. I have no idea, (laughs) but uh, you know, I don't want to get, nobody will get in trouble, but it's like, you know, where I was learning it, it wasn't 
from, you know, like a yoga studio. I think I have a feeling that like if I had gone through like a yoga studio, it may have been a different experience where there may have been like a little bit of the like broader uh, practice within within the yoga. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I haven't gone to one. I don't. Maybe one day I will. Who knows? With all of the, all of the COVID stuff and and all, all yeah. the gyms and all that. But um, I just prefer like where I am. You have to wear a mask to go inside of a gym, and yeah. it just doesn't. It kind of hinders some of the like experience. It's not as you don't get as much air when you're wearing a mask and working out and and everything. Right. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> it's not as fun. So we'll we'll see what happens and unfolds in the future. Mm-hmm. But oh, mm-hmm. like this has been like so 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 good. I uh, I'm excited. Um, do you have anything else that people may want to know about like your free? I know you we introduced the free workshop in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and like anything else that you want to share about like the free workshop or or the uh, Elevate program that you will be opening up um, in a couple weeks? For sure. So for both of those programs, um, you will be able to access them whenever it works for you in your time zone. So for the free workshop series, there will be replays available for that. And so that you can catch up when it works for you and then for your time zone. And then... Also within Elevate, because we have people from around the globe. And so we do live sessions as well as you have access to a massive library of recorded sessions. So again, it can be very customizable to your schedule and so that you can really make it work for you, because that's ultimately what this is, both of those, both the free and then the program starting at the end of January, Elevate, it's really about is you and making it work for you and finding the tools that you'll actually use so that you can really take yourself from being overwhelmed and exhausted to feeling energized and empowered because you're doing things that serve and nurture your highest good and your alignment on every level and really taking care of the different aspects of yourself because it's so easy for us to go last on the to-do list and so I am just so honored to share these tools with everybody. Would love to have you join us in Next Level You in 2022, as well as in Elevate if that feels aligned. And if there's any questions or anything, I'm more than happy to answer. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. It sounds so good. Like I said, I'm I'm super excited. My my sacral is like, ooh, yes, Amy, let's go. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I am a I'm total goofball. I I love bringing my energy to everything i'm super excited um and so for for people who um the links for everything will be in the show notes but for people who want to like find you on uh, social media or uh sign up for sign up for the uh workshop like where can they find you for sure. So as you said, you'll have the links in the show notes. And then I am on Instagram as I am Megan Nolan. So we can hang out there as well. Yes. Awesome. I'm awesome. excited. Thank you. Thank you again for uh, coming on here and sharing, sharing your wisdom, sharing your goodness with all of, with all of us here today. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It's been super fun. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to get your human design manifestation blueprint. 
In this blueprint, you will receive a personalized breakdown of your human design chart and how to use it to manifest your dream life. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. All the details are in the show notes. I invite you to tag me on Instagram at embodyyourdesignxo with your favorite part of this episode. Thank you again for listening and see you in the next episode.